Hey gang, Mikey Team here. Welcome back to another episode of We Speak English Good. Today on the show, we are doing VanCast 4. Now, VanCast 4 is a little different than usual because usually we do it in a van. But this time, I decided to do it above the oldest saloon, oh, oh, excuse me, oldest running saloon in California, um, in a place called Groveland, California. It's, uh, and we did it in the old brothel section of the saloon. So picture like a cowboy movie and they have a bar and then they walk up the stairs and above that is a hotel with a bunch of prostitutes. Well, it's not like that. Well, it kind of used to be like that. But uh, what they did was that they actually converted the place into a... Um, just they, they separated the buildings off. And so it's the saloon. And then right next to the saloon is a kitchen or a restaurant. And then right next to that is the place where the owner has his office and there's like a um, where the brothel used to be and this place is straight vibes like as soon as you roll into town it's like you can just feel the energy and then now now picture like when a you see a, a cowboy movie and the good guy or or whoever the stranger is riding in the town on horseback and people are just standing on their porches and staring and they're just like, who's this? It feels like that. It's weird. But it's totally like a touristy town. This is the only saloon in town. And it's right at the foothills of Yos- the Yosemite Mountains, Yosemite Park Mountains, Yosemite National Park. So it's beautiful. Like to get there, you have to go like an hour through these winding mountain roads. It, it's just gorgeous. And the vibes, like I said, it's crazy. It's literally built on like, di- not dinosaur bones, like Native American bones. And it's also back in the 1800s when the gold rush was happening, you know, you had a bunch of people coming out to pan for gold and basically you know, along the way, they're killing Indians. So when I say it's built on Indians' bones, I mean the Indians were, um, you know, the land was taken from them per usual American behavior, imperialism at its finest. Anyways, um, so the whole place, it just has this crazy haunted vibe to it. And that's kind of the theme for tonight. So we're not doing VanCast for in the van. We're doing it in the old brothel of the saloon we played at. And so the next the the recordings you're going to hear tonight are of <clears throat> and excuse the the quality. It's not as great as it usually is where people have their own microphones. We just sort of set up the mics around the room and just let people just sort of talk in in their normal voice. So I kind of went through and did some studio magic and uh, pulled the voices up the best I could. But 
it's pretty good. So the theme of the evening is ghosts. Uh, we hear a couple ghost stories, and we hear from, and this is with Skanks Roots Project, so we hear from the band, but then we also get to hear from Chris, the owner of the bar. And Chris has some crazy stories about ghosts there too. So if you're into ghosts and you're into ghost stories, this is your shit right here. Um, so this was uh, about a couple hours. We, we taped this a couple hours before we actually played that night. So that's the first portion. The second portion, I decided, since this was all on the same run, um, this was just uh, like an extended weekend. We went and did three shows, or I think it was just two shows, actually. But we went up to Salinas, and we played Casa Sorrento, which I love playing there. It's always a good time. And we actually were opening up for Rappin' Forte. Now, if you're not familiar with Rappin' Forte, Rappin' Forte had a, a, a couple hits. He had, um, what was it, Players Club. Um, and he also did a couple songs with Tupac, and he is from the Bay Area, and Salinas is sort of outside of the Bay, so it's, um, I, I think it's like maybe an hour and a half outside of the Bay, Bay Area anyways. So, Rapid Forte is a legend up there, and he's actually a legendary rapper. Unfortunately, the years have not been kind to Mr. Forte, um, he has kind of built the reputation around San Francisco and the Bay Area as kind of a crackhead. And he looks kind of cracked out. I'm not trying to hate on him. He just is in his own little thing. He showed up to the club with his entourage. And I, I wish I would have able to even catch up with him to to talk to him. But he had an entourage. There was this one guy who was just like walking around rapping just to himself. I don't know what he was. I, I thought he was going to perform that night. I thought he was practicing before the show. He was just outside the club, just rapping. And, um, but he's a nice guy. He just, you know, the little bit of fame he did get, he it kind of, it gets, it got to him, but he's a legend nonetheless. And so what you're going to hear after the, the conversations you're going to hear Rampin' Forte doing his set, which he does that set. It's like a, a, a hot 25 minutes. It's just like, here's my CD. You put it in the in the CD player and for the DJ or the thumb drive. However, the DJ transfers music to his, his DJ software. It's like a hot 25 minutes of him just spitting over tracks. And um, I actually have... This is the second time that I've played with Rappin' Forte. The first time we were up in... Oh, shit. I can't remember what it was called. Not Patterson. Oh, man. But we played at this crazy ghetto-ass... Okay. Sister, we have to do... This try is good. If you don't watch and I watch... I was... And I was eating banana chips. Okay, Bishop is eating banana chips. Just so if you didn't get that. Anyways, we were playing this like rap festival, and it was just like super ghetto. People were people were super strapped, and 
it was, you know, it was a little scary, but I took a bunch of mushrooms as usual. And um, for some reason, I was the one who had to talk to Rappin' Forte that night. Um, high as fuck on mushrooms. He, I was trying to go over the set because Skangstreet's Project was going to back his set. We were going to be the live band to back him up. So I, I, for some reason, was chosen to talk to Rappin' Forte. And I'm trying to talk to this dude, and he's like shit-faced wasted. He can barely talk to me. And he just started scribbling on a piece of paper. I brought a notebook, and I wanted to write down some stuff. And I was like, okay, let's go over the set. How do you want to approach this? And he just was like, okay. Just going to you play as well. And then he starts scribbling what I assumed was Players Club. And then he just said, uh, uh, just just go with it. Just, just feel it, man. Just feel it. And I was like, okay. We'll just feel it. And so we just did whatever the fuck we wanted. And that was that. But it was cool. It turned out fun. We hung out with Spice One, who is another Bay Area legend. We smoked a blunt with Spice One and Rapid Forte. And the dudes were totally cool. And, I mean, you know, I don't even remember how the set went. But I, I think people liked it. Anyways, Rapid Forte, um, he used the same set as he did at that rap festival. And that's what leads me to believe that he just gets paid to just bring that same set wherever he goes, 25 minutes of hot fire, and he just does the does the whole, you know, the hits and uh, gets off stage. But uh, what I do like about this set is that he has a, a song on there that he talks about the Drake thing. And if you guys aren't familiar with it, Drake bit, or he, yeah, I think it's bit, or they call it biting. If you bite a verse in rap, it means you're just like lifting actual words, word for word, out of someone's verse. Snoop Dogg looks down upon this, and so do many rappers. Um, Sorry I'm describing this in the whitest voice I can possibly render. But Drake apparently paid him out some amount of money, some thousands of dollars, because, you know, he was biting Rappin' Forte's verse or stealing. It's basically stealing or plagiarizing is a better word. So on one of the last songs, he actually talks about that. And I like that because I haven't heard that. So I think that's a new addition to his um, his whole um, 25 minutes of hot fire set that he just plays everywhere he goes. And then, so we'll listen to the set he did at Casa Sorrento in, in uh, Salinas. And this was in March, I think like the end of March 2017. Uh, this all went down. And then he actually was nice enough to come up and do a song with Skanks Roos Project, which will play at the end of the, his performance, which, what song was that? It, nah, 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 nah. 
I think it's called Cali Weed or something. I don't know. It's about smoking weed. What reggae song isn't? But he comes up, spits a verse, and makes a bunch of weird noises. And um, it was great. I had a blast, as usual, in Salinas and, um, and in Groveland. Which brings me to Skanks Roos Project will be playing Groveland this Saturday and Sunday, April 28th and 29th at the Iron Door Saloon. And that's 2017, just for anybody listening to this in the future. But on April 27th, which is a Thursday, that is in Sacramento. We'll be playing the Blue Lamp in Sacktown. Hopefully I can go check out some records while I'm there. That will be fun. Also, Seeing Truths Project will be playing May 26th. At the Monterey, Cal- um, in Monterey, California, at the California Roots Festival 2017, and that has a bunch of people playing like um, Nas and Thievery Corporation and Soja and Revolution and just a shit ton of good acts that you probably want to see. So you can reach out to anybody in the band and get tickets if you need to. Um, let's see. Also, I'll be playing with Janelle Phillips May 6th, and that is in Indio, California, with Hyrie at the Date Shed. Um, also, Janelle, she decided to run with the band. She's on tour right now, too, uh, this week with Animal Cruise, and she'll be, I think she's ending the tour May 2nd in OB, Ocean Beach, here in San Diego at the Holding Company. I was supposed to play that with her, but she just decided to use the backing band instead of us because that makes sense also rain mystique will be playing may 3rd at the holding company here in ocean beach california um oh yeah i forgot janelle phillips will be playing also i'll be playing with her at san diego oyster fest and that's june 10th and that has modest yahoo that's a saturday june 10th Uh, modest yahoo and magic will be headlining those shows Let's see. I know I'm skipping all over the place here, but Skinks Roots Project will be playing June 9th at, for our CD release party. And that will be at Winston's here in San Diego and OB, Ocean Beach. Um, and then we'll be playing Winston's again, doing DJ Carlos Culture's uh, Reggae Night. Uh, it's on Wednesday, June 12th. And that's again at Winston's. And then June 13th will be in Salt Lake City, Utah at the Royal. July 14th in Ogden, Utah. And then July 15th is still, we're going to try to add a show, possibly Phoenix or Vegas. And we'll see which one pans out. Okay, so that's all the shows I got right now on the docket. That took a long time, but um, let's get into this podcast. So first we're going to jump into... Uh, Skanks Roots Project, just talking, chatting, getting familiar with the spot up in the brothel, the haunted brothel. And um, by the way, this place that we stay is supposed to be like hella haunted. If I didn't already mention that, this is a ghost-themed show, except for the part that Rap and Forte plays. But okay. Wow, I'm just sucking this up real good. How many fucking airplanes are going to fly over this while I'm trying to record? There's, like, been helicopters, fucking airplanes. Like, they're fucking nuclear war outside. I guess Donald Trump fucking... 
pissed off North Korea. Anyways, here's Skanks Roots Project chatting it up in the haunted brothel in Groveland, California for VanCast 4. So how would you guys how would you guys ex- describe this place? The oldest liquor serving bar in California. The li- oldest liquor store. Liquor, yes. Uh, it's like a his trip back in time. It's a, like a like a. Pretty much a historical. Lot of, a lot of the first person I know that's gotten eighty six from the oldest bar. Successfully eighty six. Success. Eighty six. How did how are you back here then? Uh, I mean, it wasn't that big of a deal. Middle. No, I you mean, can talk. You can talk wherever. Yeah, yeah, it sounded like a big deal. Yeah, what well, happened? Obviously not. They brought me back in. Right. I'm, 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 I'm pretty sure. I'm <laughs> what happened? What the fuck even happened? I threw up in that. I threw up in the bed. He threw up on that bed that Murray's And on. somebody made it, and they looked like I hit it, but he why threw up I... all over that bed that Murray's on. Well, it wasn't all over it. It was like in the corner. <laughs> well, what does Chris have to? What does Chris say? Think about it. Yeah, why? why? No, well, other stuff happened that night, but that was it. No, 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 no. You can't just fucking brush over that shit. Dude, give him the mic. There was some other shit happened. You know, I fucking... No, but I hit on a 15-year-old. The shit had nothing to do with me. It what, really had nothing to what, do with well, me. Well, what happened? What the fuck? Why uh, are you that some guy was behind the bar that, that we happened to bring. And that's not cool. Just no. don't talk directly into it. He went behind the bar. The, someone like, else that we had came that came with our party, they went behind the bar, oh, I see. and me throwing up on the bed was just the icing on the cake. Oh, so okay, okay, so <laughs> so somebody a fan happened. of yours <laughs> fucked up. I don't, I don't get how you cousins. you sound like you maybe you messed oh, up that's your group worse. messed up, but Three you more. said I'll oh, fuck it and threw up. Okay, on the so bed. these were your well, friends. Well, I blacked out. You said, "Oh, it's all downhill from <laughs> here." You. Well, I blacked out. I I don't even remember getting home or driving home or anything. At that point, I decided to black out. No, There's a Harley Davidson. I ordered seven shots of. No, dude, it was way worse than that. I got the nickname Long Island Lolo. He had like twelve. Long Island Lolo. Like oh, that's where that came from. Yeah, that's Long this is where it originated. Long Island Lolo, Northern California. Long Island Lolo. Oh, because you're drinking Long Island. Yeah, like twelve Long Island. <clears throat> is that like the legends? And I walked upstairs with a pitcher of beer. It's still going, and then and then I passed on the bed, and it was just bad. So you woke up in the middle of the night, vomited all over Chris's. Allegedly. Bed. Allegedly. <laughs> this makes me feel so good about myself. I can either confirm or deny that story. Mind you, I am here on the bed. Yeah, it's yeah, Chris is, it's, now it's, Chris on, is going to sleep on Just because I've done things like that, not because I'm above yeah. that. I, I, I mean, they said I almost died that night, but that could that could have been a lot. <laughs> so who, did somebody revive you? Someone said that I threw up on my back. and they <laughs> It could have been a setup. It, totally it could have been, been a setup, yeah. You know what I mean? It could have been a setup. I, bla- I blacked out drunk, dude. Here's I'm what happened. I'm sure it was me, dude, because when I woke up, they threw up. Oh, okay. It could have been an inside job. It could have been, yeah. I could, but unfortunately, I'm. You know, I was framed. I tell you. Unfortunately, right, so it was most likely me. I think the killer was Junior. No. Wait, Junior, Junior, Junior just threw up on Junior you. Junior set you up. Junior just threw up on he you. He would have got away with it too. <laughs> he stuck his. So it wasn't for those metal things in their dog. Yeah, yeah, my fingers in the mouth. It was other than Okay, so let me just say who's here. So, just random people. Okay, so it's it's me, Mikey P. Mikey P. Stephanie. Junior. J Ribs. J Ribs. My bad. Lalo. Long Island Lalo. Long Island Lalo. Strong Island Lalo. Strong Island Lalo. It actually evolved to Strong Island that night. Of course it did. <laughs> and Sleazy. Hey, hey. Yeah, and so the listeners know Junior and J Ribs are the same person. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> We're going to probably edit that out later. What? 
We don't edit shit. No, yeah, there's no right editing. All, all the mistakes are going on. Yeah, we got, what mistakes? <laughs> We're just bullshit. We got Mauricio. <coughs> and Mr. Mr. C Major himself C Major over himself. here warming up on the on the base. <coughs> Skates project. This is supposed to be VanCast, but like our van is so, my van is so fucking loud that I don't know if. It's and we work. got this fucking cool ass fucking man. Yeah, so we're like above the bar, and this used to be a brothel. A brothel. Yeah. Whores. Whores. Lots of whores have been um, <laughs> penetrated. Uh, you can tell by the some carpet. Some of them don't like to be called that. Hey, you no, can tell by the carpet. You have to ash this, buddy. <laughs> I, I don't think this carpet's from 1885. Yeah, they actually right. added this part of the yeah. building on. This carpet Later. is from 1885. No, it's not. It's not. This, uh, I mean, this it's place. Close. It's close to it. It's this from place the 80s had, for sure. Yeah, I mean, this is like, it's wood panel wall. It's like the carpet is It's so fucking dope. Dude. You, it was like Sam's house. You can smell it. You can smell the oldness of it. Yeah, like the whole place just reeks of just like ancient. Not 1800 ancient, but fucking miners. Yep. You know, ancient and compared to American standards. There's anyway. been a lot of drunken blowjobs given in this room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> For real, but but what didn't you say there was a story about ghosts? Yeah. Like, wh- didn't you tell me? What were you saying? Uh, he sent his sister-in-law to come get something up here from his office, oh, which is the last room to the left. Oh. And she was walking up those stairs that you have to walk up. Yeah. And she seen somebody. She seen that miner that's on the. Oh, on the door. On the door. Oh. Walk across like that. So a minor ghost. So, minor ghost. Is that the only one? Not a major. It could have been him though. Oh, it's yeah. not a major ghost. It's not a major ghost. A minor <laughs> ghost in minors. <laughs> right, that's a shitty joke. And then uh, he told us one time too that uh, that he was closing down the bar, and that uh, he was closing down the bar, and that he was about to shut the iron doors. I don't know if you guys noticed those big ass iron doors. The iron doors. The iron the doors. The they, wait, he was wait, closing wait, the iron wait. doors. He was about to lock up, and then he already had everything shut off, completely off. And then uh, uh, he said that uh, he forgot his keys and his phone real quick, so he opened up the, the iron doors. He said everything was going, the jukebox was going, all the lights were on. He said it, it was like Ghost somebody party. was having a party in there. He said he just went in there, grabbed his keys and his phone, didn't even shut anything off. He just closed the fucking iron doors and bounced. <laughs> Do you think it's possibly that what? The, the ghost of local uh, famous old guy miners, who's old miners, by, by Bart, by Bart, just by old miners just trying to party. Yeah, Black Bart, trying to hang out. Yeah. Black Bart probably wasn't in this area. Where well, was you know, he was. He was in this area. Was dude. It this area? Yeah. Crazy. What did he do? What was his? He was a thief. Like a bank robber. Yeah, like a bank robber. Yeah. Uh, stage stage coach. Stage coach. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Uh, what a cocksucker. One thing I know is, <laughs> I read that I read that I think he did like over 50, 50 robberies or something. If this place is right somewhere, that's like what happened. Eddie? On the sign, uh, right down the wall, actually. I'm just saying, if this place is that, it's that old, and miners I mean, used to get bound- liquor here. I'm sure a few people got shot up in this. Oh, Eddie, yeah. Eddie, this bitch. I mean, or, what did you, you know, think? Would, if it's if it's been here, knife. if it's been here since the 1800s, you wouldn't think there's <laughs> some kind of spirit. Oh, I'd believe it. But uh, we haven't witnessed anything. And no. plus, think about the Native Americans who were here when yeah. fucking in the Catholic Spain. Well, they used came to behead it. They used to. I mean, they used to hang people right around the corner, at some tree. These old California there. mining towns are so trippy, man. Like Copperopolis is, is like pretty trippy too. Like there's this old uh, jail cell you can go yeah, into and shit. Crazy. It's pretty cool. In the dirt. I mean, in the like the in the. It's like 
There's some that are like in the in the hill, like made in the hill. Oh yeah, there's jails in the hill. Mm-hmm. When you were telling me that story about how he opened doors and everything was on, like I totally got that like feeling in my gut, like oh fuck. <laughs> Cause like you know, there's there's something from like childhood that you, whether you believe in like in spirits or not, like no matter what, you still have. It's that, like, to me. I feel to me. I feel like we're just we're just you know since we're all we're all blazing and you know just the vibes are, <laughs> the vibes are too good you know the vibes are too too strong. The vibes oh, are too strong. Yeah. To be I'm you a, know. I'm a, I mean, if Black Bart wants to kick it, I'm down. You down? I just, I just don't like the idea of seeing something that I, I don't necessarily believe exists. You know, like I don't, I don't like that idea. It seems to me like. Uh, what was, what was? Well, have you, you ever had a, an experience with the supernatural? What was it that you said? No, not really, not in that sense. What was it that you said happened to you? Uh, oh, I passed out and I paralysis, sleep, yeah, sleep paralysis. paralysis, sleep paralysis. Oh, oh yeah, because they were fucking partying here he like went, three he, in the morning, he, and then he went to go sleep in the restroom. <laughs> yeah, and then he opened the one of the, he opened one of the windows. It, it wasn't that they the restroom. He opens one of the windows that they say when they brought like a like somebody to come check to see if there was spirits. Up here. I opened this the window. You're ago. not supposed to open. They check somebody, <laughs> and I guess that room, the one that this flew open, that window. They said that was one of the more fucking active spots. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is that the place where I'm about to go take a leak right now? No, it's nah, right next to where you're going to take a leak. Oh, okay. It's Danny's room because we're sequestered. No, the other one. Oh, right good. Across from it, where the That's is. good because Danny's no. sleeping right through a ghost. Between yeah. us and between <laughs> us and not Danny and let's not tell Danny Dredd because then he might get scared. <laughs> but... That's the more active spot over there. Dude. Yeah, he said that side. He said that side over there is more active. By his, he said his office. Well, Jeez, his God, office. Those that. that ghost met its match with his snoring. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like he oh, just yeah. wants to party. Sounds like he just wants to party. Yeah. 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 He's asked the room. Well, right the party there. animal yeah, ghosts are my homies. Yeah. I know that. Fuck that. We're gonna dude. we're See, gonna like, thrash like... around six in the morning. Yeah, but nothing's ever happened here. I've never. I've never. That's not the witch scenario. That's she's been here a few times already. She's never. Yeah, I've with me. Fourth. In the morning, like I said, we're too happy and fucking. You know what I'm saying? None of us are thinking about it at the time. Later on, and we're just fucking chilling and go to sleep, wake up, and nothing ever happened. I just, I just don't I like. I don't like the idea. I've never had an experience like that. I've never fucking. I, I mean, like I've definitely had like what the fuck was that mm-hmm. experience? But you know, like you see Shallow Corner out all the time. It's yeah. just fucking. Put it whatever. this way: you're more, chased you're by more likely to like see them. two bachelorette parties in one night here than you are to see a ghost. Straight up. Wait, no, wait, no. <laughs> Chris Murray just said that he fucking has been chased by a ghost. We I need mean, to hear about what it. I believe ghost was talk. a supernatural um, evil, entity, like entity. out of like a out of a out of a movie. I'll say it out of a movie. It seemed like, and I was with um, five other grown men. Well, I mean, we were all about twenty years old, and we all we all set the story up. We were walking uh, on a late night walk, and my girlfriend at the time, who used to have this aunt, who they were um, Laotian. Ew. And um, her aunt, I guess like her aunt's husband killed himself. He drove his cl- uh, car off a cliff after supposedly she put a curse on him or something. Jesus um, Christ. Which I always thought was a joke, you know. And I, but anyway, this girl, I was dating her, and I, I pissed her off one time. We went to my friend's house. He just got back from the... Um, you pissed his, off her? You know, Joshua Benikas. You pissed off your girlfriend's friend, bro? She, she, uh... She was like, you know what, guys? Go have fun on your stupid guy walk because we hadn't seen each other. We were going to go like hang out for the first time in a like, couple years. My friend went to the Army, mm-hmm. and so he went to boot camp, and he was his first time coming back, and I had broke my plans with my girl. 
she comes with me. She decides to stay at his house and takes a nap while we go and we walk up to our high school. We're just like shooting the shit, smoking weed, but not like ridiculous amounts, copious amounts. But and we walk back and we're hearing this dog just like menacing bu- dog bark and we're like making jokes about it. Like it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, crazy. I'm like, dude, if I live next to that house, I would call the cops on that dog. That is a bad dog. Bad, bad dog. <laughs> bad dog. And we get closer and the dog is, we're like still hearing the freaking dog. It, it's like, like echoing in the whole neighborhood. We're like, how come the cops, like, there should be a helicopter above that dog. Eddie, and, don't be scared. Eddie's and then we're scared. in front of the house. We're walking, all of a sudden we're in front of the house and somebody says, oh, we're, that's the dog's house right there. And the dog felt like it was like on the other side of the front of the house. Like I felt like the dog, the so door close. was moving with its breath, what? like it was gonna jump through the paper door and just and and we were all like. And my friend just got back from a tour in um, Afghanistan in the army. He had just uh, taken live uh, fires in the in in his first deployment in the in the U.S. Army. And we were with like guys who we hung out in high school. The group of us thought we were pretty badass guys. You know, we were, uh, you know, we weren't fucking around. And, you know, we, we didn't think we were, you know. And so we stop and pause there, and the wind is all kind of creepy. I remember we all look at each other. That's weird. Okay, we keep walking. The dog stops barking. And so somebody says, that's weird. The dog stopped barking. And we all turn around, and the dog, picture this. The dog is running full speed at us, and it's like a demon-looking dog. Is how I remember seeing it, right? And so I, I eat shit immediately. Fucking boom! I fucking fell. Trip over my feet because I can't, you know, I'm trying to run so fast. I jump up. I get on top of a car, which is like a big truck. And my friend has climbed all the way up a fucking tree. He's like all the way at the middle of a sycamore tree. And the two other friends kept running. They didn't even look back. They jumped. They crossed the street, jumped the fence where a school was, ran into the school pit parking lot, through the uh, playground, all the way to the back, like, and just kept going. And the other kid jumped in the dumpster right there <laughs> and closed the lid. And we're all 20, 20 21, 22 years old. And, and I, my leg was all bleeding. And I'm at the top of the car, and I'm like, fuck it. Did you guys fucking see that? You fucking... And everybody, to this day, says they saw the same thing. So, so you're taking a rabid dog as a ghost? It, okay, in a split second. <laughs> in a split second. No, no. This dog was a super dog. Just a rabid a dog. dog. I'm, I'm telling you. A super rabid dog. This, uh, my buddy just out. took live action fire in Afghanistan and he peed his pants. Fuck this. And so we get back to my friend's house. Finally, we're all shaken up. Like, we can't even explain what we just saw. My one friend is crying. I had to talk him out of the dumpster because he was so <laughs> fucking... Like, the image... They, and the other two kids, they never stopped. We they we had to meet up with them later. They went and got in their cars I way back at my friend's house and drove while drove up. And then... I go and wake, wake my girlfriend up. And before I wake her up, on the, on the table there, there's a note, and it's a drawing that she used to draw. And it was... I open it up and it says, I hope you had fun on your on your fucking stupid little guy walk or trip. And there was a picture of a monster chasing us at the bottom. And it was like a kind of cute picture of it, but it was... Kind of similar to what happened. I don't know. And she and she, she believed in curses a lot. <laughs> oh, so she cursed you guys. She cursed you guys. So she believed in brujería. She cursed herself. I broke up with her. <laughs> Kicked it to the curb. And now, now, 
<laughs> she marginalized her. Oh, what, what is she doing now? She's uh, very yeah. happily um, married to uh, a banker. She um, she's, she was like my 11th grade, 12th grade girlfriend. So should we go take some fucking bad pictures? But I, you know, a little bit past that. Some what pictures? I think we should right now because the There's sun like perfect is lighting. going down. Whatever. Continue the broad, the podcast. We still got two hours, dude. Till we start. I don't care. Like I'll probably I'll just edit this one, all bit. this shit together. Oh, dude, you're a beast. I'm rest a little bit. Mike EP but is let's a fucking beast. Where are we gonna do it? In front of them. Dude, there's a fucking badass park right here. Damn, do they have like that old? Those I want you guys we're to see running that out stage. of time. Though, I want you guys to see that stage. No, it's not even that far. Right. It's like two minutes down the down the street. We'll be back. I want you to see that stage, dude. So that was Skanks Roots Project, just some of the guys, it wasn't all of us, talking above the saloon in the old haunted brothel. Next, we're going to hear from Chris, who actually owns the brothel. He owns like half of Groveland. He's like the mayor of Groveland. Um, Awesome dude. And he has this killer story about his daughter and ghosts. So let's jump over to Chris and uh, listen to his story. Online podcast. Online. It is. It is online. Right? Yeah. That's all uh, it is. That's all it is. Do you listen cool. to podcasts at all? Hmm? you listen to podcasts at all? Yeah, and I watch some every once in a while. There's this tourist thing in California that we, we were on, so I, I watch that quite a bit. Oh, cool. <laughs> it's like a YouTube spots. thing? Uh, yeah, it's like California Dream Eaters or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, they did an episode here, so we did this episode. It was it was fun. Yeah. What did you talk about the ghosts? Because Junior's was telling me about ghosts, and I, was I like, just tell them what I know, and that's it. You know what uh, I'm saying? They're nice. Yeah, they're that's, nice what that's what I'm telling you. Just hang out. Yeah, At least the ones up here are nice. The ones up here. What? What is <coughs> the bad ones? No, not here. <laughs> Where's the bad ones at? You don't want to know. you consider bad ones. You know, like. I mean, obviously, the ones that will, like, kill you and stuff, I don't know where they are. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, like, yeah, I'm not fucking with them. Yeah, he's all right with them not going there. I mean, what do I look like? I'm not a magician. Yeah, right. <laughs> Maybe I am a magician. Fuck, you really? Like, Dr. Strange, bro. I've experienced some weird shit here, though. Without a doubt. One time, one of the first times I was bartending here. Oh, no, no, no. Hit it, hit it, hit it. One of the first times I was bartending here. By myself, years ago. Before I, you know, whatever, um, probably 15 years ago. Before you owned it, spot? Yeah, spot before it? I owned it. Okay. Uh, like 10 years before I owned this, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, I had just, it may have been the first time I closed up, but uh, there's a, there's a swinging, uh, swinging door out the back door to the right that. Oh, downstairs? Yeah, outside of the bar, okay. out the back door of the bar. Uh, but we put our recycling and some other mm-hmm. stuff back there. And uh, yeah, one of the first nights I, I go back there, and as soon as I close the bo- door behind me, it was like two in the morning. I hear, "Get out!" You know, so I open oh, the door, and I'm like, that. "What?" I'm looking around, nobody's there. I jump up and look over the fence, nobody's around. Yeah. I do it again. I hear it again, and it sounds like it's right on the other side of the door. Yeah. Wow. You're like, who the fuck's in my bar? So that was gnarly. Oh. <laughs> Get out. I didn't like that see, one. See, that doesn't seem like... <laughs> I didn't like that. You're right. That doesn't I didn't like seem that like, that like cool ghosts. You didn't get, you didn't like get that. You didn't get the good vibe off that fucker right there. No. Huh? Was it the ghost of Black Bart? <laughs> Maybe, man. Fuck. Okay, and then another time... Is that a dude or a lady? Uh, dude. Dude. 
Another time I, I was uh, here by myself again. I had just turned everything off. Turned the jukebox off when it was the old jukebox. And, uh, <clears throat> turned off all the lights. And I had closed the regular, the red doors. And then I closed the iron doors. Okay. And I was like, oh, shit. Because I had forgot my car keys on the uh, beer cooler back there. Yeah. Where I always put my keys. And I swing open the doors and everything was back on again. And the uh, jukebox was playing. Yeah. All the lights were back on. Fuck! So I ran in. And that scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I ran in real quick, grabbed my keys. I didn't even turn everything back off again. You just locked the door behind bounce. me and took off. Drove home. Fuck that. No, does that no does that kind of st- shit like stick with you? It kind of like yeah, trip without you a up? doubt. Well, no. I, I mean, like what? I mean, like I mean, I don't know what your current belief system is, but does that like did it like throw your that at, at that moment? Did it throw your particular belief system through a fucking loop i mean like there's more than us i yeah. can't explain shit i understand you know, that you know there's I way mean, more than whatever yeah. i don't know what it is and sometimes we're allowed to tap into parts of it i think yeah. um, if we allow ourselves to be you know yeah yeah i think as as we grow older from kids or whatever i think kids we can tap into it it's there it's just right. natural actually and then as we turn into quote-unquote adults <laughs> they put so many stigmas on us and and everything else you know we become jaded of course there aren't aliens of course there aren't ghosts of course there aren't yeah aliens. come on man there's it's got to be something more than just us mm-hmm. there's a reason why yeah. those stories are there well, yeah. by the way we're talking to chris the uh the <coughs> proprietor of this fine establishment and this i'm gonna say it wrong the old what is it? Oldest Our continuously running saloon in California. And what is it called? Uh, the Iron Door Saloon. Iron Door Saloon. I'm sorry. Groveland, I just California. took a picture of it. Northern <laughs> California and Groveland, California. Mm-hmm. Yep, by Yosemite. Which is, yep. which is, uh, which was, is a trip to get here by itself. Yeah, it beautiful is a trip. Fish. It's a nice it's drive. It's beautiful. Yeah. Especially after the rains, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure some of the parts coming up that before we get to the hills is... They're usually brown. You're getting to a, this time of year too. It's almost at that point where the wildflowers and everything else are yeah. freaking out. Mm-hmm. So yeah. this is a great time of year to come. I, With I the rains, right before uh, all the Easter. action starts. Uh, yeah, Easter, so, uh, spring break. And all that these stuff. hotels are here, like these bed and breakfast spots, kind of. Or? There's some great spots. Groveland Hotel next door. That's definitely haunted. They have a room called Lyle's room that's definitely mm-hmm. haunted. Um, uh, How old is that hotel? That old, I'm old not hotel. sure. Exactly. Yeah, is it older than Iron Door? No. 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 Um, what's it called? The uh, Charlotte Hotel over there uh, is a really great little spot. They have a nice little eatery and cool little kind of hipster drinks and that that sort of thing. It's great. Okay. Not yeah. haunted? Uh, I don't know. I don't oh. know if they're haunted. I mean, we have a bed and breakfast, basically spinning wheel Yosemite up. up oh, you have more. You have another joint going. Yeah, we have that. Uh, it's like a property that's 17 acres, roughly, uh-huh. with six or seven houses that we rent out. Holy um, shit! Yeah, we have the Middle Fork of the Tuolumne River that runs through it. It's off Cherry Lake Road. So, spinning wheel Yosemite so is pretty sick. I have a dojo over there too. Oh uh, shit! <laughs> you, you practice? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, what, he has what, a what is it? What? What? I, I don't know much about martial arts. <laughs> oh, no, it's all good. I, do, uh, yeah, I, I teach a bunch so. of stuff over there. We do uh, <laughs> Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Jiu-Jitsu. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and we also teach a couple different styles of kickboxing and, oh, shit. and you know, basically stand-up uh, fighting and some MMA and yeah, like Kempo and, you know, Kempo yeah, and Kempo. Kaja Kempo yeah. and uh, have you have you ever competed or is it just, yeah, yeah yeah I retired when I was. My last pro fight in the cage was <coughs> the day before I turned 39. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, it's been a long time. How are you over 40, dude? 
42. No way. <laughs> oh, so this is like like three years way. ago. Four yeah, years three years ago, ago I, re- I retired wow. fighting. fighting. But what, how far? I still do, ju- do jujitsu. What, what level did you get to? Very oh. low level pro. pro won one fight out of four. You know. Oh, so you only, you fought very submitted. Little. Yeah, I was submitted three times. Oh, okay. Yeah. You were just like okay, it's not for me. No, I just got got. I'm getting too old. I love wow. it. It's. What just I went out there and tried to see what you had, and then you know. You know, okay. I started a while ago, and we have businesses, and we have kids, and other things, right. and uh, and then a lot of, of course, work, injuries, yeah. and other things, and yeah. then learning curves. Like I, I wasn't prepared properly for my first fight, and uh, so I really started studying jujitsu extremely hard after that. I had no jujitsu, basically. Yeah. And just you know, and I didn't have as good a striking as I thought. Did you wrestle in high school at all? No. Yeah. I, I hear that kids who come up wrestling are, tend they to are, go animals. far and they're animals. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so how, how did you end up? Yeah. How did you end up with this place? My lady and her family. Uh, my wife, who's also from the little area, the Bay Area where I'm from in Oakland, um, she was moved up here by her parents. Like in, I think she was in seventh or eighth grade because uh, she was getting, you know. She was being a kid. And uh, yeah. what's it called? Her parents, her father was a famous rock promoter for Bill Graham Presents. Oh, cool. Peter Barsotti. He stage managed the Grateful Dead for 15 years. He, yeah, I saw some of the Grateful Dead, though. Yeah. yeah. A lot of the Day on the Green, the creative you know, stuff behind the Day on the Green stuff. And uh, first Lollapalooza. All sorts of different things. Yeah. Is he the bass player in this picture? No, that's uh, Stevie B, who played with... Um, who was his brother, actually, who played with uh, Country Joe. Country oh, Joe and the, and the fish. fish. That dude's a phenomenal, phenomenal yeah. badass bass yeah. player. I can tell. Just yeah. picture. Yeah, he's bad. Nice Whoa. guy, too. Great guy. Much spiritual. But, yeah, so, uh, yeah, when we got we got married and when we had our first kid, I, I had a job in the Bay Area I didn't really like. And uh, we said, fuck it, let's get the fuck out of here and uh, do something at least start living life. Yeah. yeah. How old were you? 25. Ah, oh, that's a good it's a good way to do it. Wow. Now that you think about it, now you're all thinking about it, you're like, shit. But it's funny how, like, badass, but when you look move. at, when you look at, I mean, even though, like, between 18 and 25, when you look at that short period of time, when you look back at it, I mean, you were working miserable jobs that you didn't <laughs> Like, I mean, does it... Is it astounding to you that you were able to just sort of like sna- snap out of that and like just go and just do your own thing? Or I mean, like what? Well, I, I mean, you know, I think you know, for a lot of people, you get to a point where it's one way or no- another for a lot of stuff, depending yeah. on on what you're gonna do. You come to a crossroads right. and, and you make these decisions, and luckily, sometimes you make right decisions, and right. And luckily, I did, and I ran into the right people, right. The right lady, right. you know. She didn't necessarily run into the right dude for a while, but you <laughs> I know, know I ran is. into the right lady, and but now you I'm learned. the right dude. Yeah, you know. Got you. So it takes know. a little bit. I I feel like it takes a little bit because I I got married when I was 26, yeah. and like it took me until about like about three. No shit, I would say about two years now <laughs> that I'm actually able to be maintain like a resemblance of like a. Uh, like what a responsible and like loving and like yeah. a good husband and good father yes. is. Took me almost, took me like eight years. Yeah, it takes a while. Literally. 
It does. I mean, because yeah, I've been with her for a long time, and and she stuck with it. I mean, goddamn, I'm I I have to commend her for sticking with it. Goddamn, but you know, like it's it's so weird. Um, But it's it's funny how like a a good woman will kind of like snap you out of just some like repetitive behavior because like you could have just went out working and working and working like you could still be at that job now do you you think that eventually you would have broke out and did your own thing eventually or do you think that you would have just i'm always thinking about uh the next next move that is just my family's work just like family of entrepreneurs okay so yeah so it just runs it we're always looking for opportunity and whatever's available. Mm-hmm. You know, even when I was a kid, I was a little kid, I'd charge my uh, family members, I'd deliver the laundry, folded laundry on a little cart to their rooms. Or, you know, my we'd have family get-togethers and I'm massaging them and shining their shoes. I had a little shoe shine. Yeah, I, I wanted to grow up. Yeah. 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 Like five, more do- do- five more dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I had a million jobs. Yeah, paper routes. Doing yard, walking dogs. To learn how to do a lot of different things. Yeah, because yeah. then you're always gonna be able to work. Yeah, you know? jack of all trades. So you, uh, so you left there and went straight out here and started running this. You know, high school. Uh, went to high school. Went to college. Humboldt State. Moved to San Jose. Worked there for a while, and then met my wife. Uh, yeah, and then moved up here and started here. Waiting tables. Oh, so you were just kind of working here? And yeah, my, well, my wife's family owned this place. Oh, okay. That was okay. the thing. They owned this place since 85. That's why brought you guys this way, then. And so we, yeah, exactly. And so we were we came up, and we were getting groomed, in a way, to yeah. start taking over this spot. And then uh, my mother-in-law, unfortunately, passed away about 11 years ago or something, almost 12 years ago, something like that. Um, yeah, so my wife really was really thrust into a new situation. Of, uh, of true ownership and true uh, management yeah. and when you have to learn like that um, you know it's interesting you learn a lot of things and you learn and for both of us I mean god I was I was still drinking then too I made a lot of fucking mistakes I made a lot of mistakes sounds like we had a similar past <laughs> man yeah when you have a bar oh you know, yeah I've been sober for like seven and a half years. At oh, least, you know, I haven't drank nice. in seven and a half years. Nice. And four for me. Good for you. Yeah, it's, you know. I, I, I always say, like, I never want to be, like, congratulated for for be, stop being, or not being a dickhead. You know, it's like, I don't <laughs> Congratulations, you yeah. stop being a fucking cunt. Good yeah. job. <laughs> Good great. for you. Good for you. you know, it's it's like, funny. okay, well, you know what? I commend you, Mikey. <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, I, you, we recognize we had a problem. I'm sure yeah. she probably had a little bit to do with you, Quentin. Oh, yeah. And, of um, and my kids. And your kids. Oh, yeah. I, I see. My I had the benefit of of getting sober, losing my father, getting my wife pregnant, and finding out I was losing my hair all at the same time. So <laughs> I, <laughs> come to realization that like, there we go. Did I just throw up? Mortality and life and like age. My hair is all It's all it all it all happened at once. <laughs> But but the thing the, but the thing about like being drunk <laughs> like mind. going back to drinking that during that whole oh, fucking time shit. that 
that seems to me like it, it wouldn't work. I would be a mess right now. Yeah. It wouldn't have done, done nothing for me. You know? No, it would have so, been fucked. Yeah. Man. And you just keep going, yeah, keep you, repeating yourself. And yeah. It's like, like it, it's interesting because I would, um, I would quit drinking when I would have a fight or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'd quit drinking for a couple months. And when I came back, it was like, man, I was coming back with a vengeance to almost, you know, make up for lost time. And yeah. it was, it was, <laughs> yeah, it was I gotta, gnarly. You gotta work this shit out. Good so. Lord. <laughs> You're at the buffet. It, it was yeah. gnarly. By the end, it was really bad. But, uh, you know. Yeah, it tends to be. It was yeah. the end. Yeah, exactly. You start hitting the rock bottom. And then but how do you like it up here at Mike for your first time? What, in Groveland? Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. I, I've been and to that's because Com- you haven't even really seen like a lot of this shit. Well, I've been to Copperopolis. It's beautiful. That's there's like rainbow, there's rainbow pools. Copperopolis is hotter than hell, man. And it Copperopolis is. It's all like dried also, up there, huh? Yeah, it's it dry. Like it's like rattlesnakes and coyotes, oh. you know? Well, my, is that on the other side of the mountain? Down, down, that, down the hill? Down the hill. It's more the lower middle. valley? Yeah. 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 It, I, well, I was there because my my wife's mom was getting married at the prison. Oh, yay! <laughs> oh, sure. A lot of people who work there. Oh, fun! I used to train <laughs> with a bunch of the uh, the jail go- uh, the guards and stuff like that. Oh, there. in your dojo? You uh, yeah, at a different uh, dojo in Sonora. Actually, it was oh. a lot of fun with those guys, man. They're they're tough. tough you dudes. know, you know, they were. The, it was funny. We were in there, and my um, my brother in law and my sister in law are both like fucking just short tempered. And they went in there, and as soon as the guards started like looking at them sideways, they instantly got kicked out. So they weren't even there. Just I think they were trying to get kicked out because they were. No one was happy about, the, you know, no one's happy about their mom marrying some guy in prison. You know what I mean? Especially with three master's degrees and like, yeah. <laughs> and like a property owner and like you know like yeah really come on man you own property in Southern California you fucking and now you're up here fucking marrying this fucking asshole. Stop being lonely. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, he, he stop being lonely. You know. <laughs> I always but she was alone. Like she always had gentlemen call. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, who knows? It's Charles Manson. <laughs> no, no, it's Charles Manson. You know, I, and I don't really talk shit. She's happy. You know, she's happy with, with her fucking with her child bride. So what? What? You know, whatever. Whatever, you know, like as long as as long as you're happy in this world, who gives a fuck? I mean, hopefully yeah, he's not trying true. to murder her for the insurance money that he took a claim out on her. <laughs> uh, anyways, move you along. That's how you feel. Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know. Oh yeah, but who knows? So okay. so yeah. Well, Copperopolis. It was cool. It kind of had like a little vibe like this. It's a this neat whole like. Spot, you know. <laughs> I like it's neat, but it's not. Look, is cool. It ain't grown you know? though. No, it's not. It's not like we're in tr- this. We're trying to keep Mikey in California because his wife. You got the van. They just bought the van. Nice. And she wants to travel. The country, which, which is cool, with the kid and the dog that's peeing every time. Uh, the, the dog, <laughs> the dog that's peeing all the time. Oh, dude, the fucking pisser dog. Dude. It's an old dog, you know. It's, it's like you can't even ten years old. Pisser dog, dude. I, I'm so fucking. I was like, but you know what? She stopped pissing, so like. Uh, now it's like. Well, okay. we switched the food. I was making her food, uh, and I think she just got too old, and she just couldn't handle all the moisture. So now we gave her the fucking pellets. Well, no, she's not pissing. All right. So nice. thank God for that. But <laughs> but she but yeah, she wants to go and find place where we can buy property and she can let her son run free and like. I can dig it. Um, you know, just I I understand that, but like we 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 own our own business too. Yeah. Working musicians, <clears throat> you know, we we teach a lot, and so it's just um it's like we're building a business in Southern California that's 
making money and, and it's growing year by year. And we've cool. only been in business two years. But like it's grown and we yeah. profited. And which is really yes. hard to do as a as a new business. Yeah. So as a musician as Especially well. as a musician. <laughs> so um I want my my opinion she wants to leave Check out America, see if there's a place where she wants to live, and, you know, maybe live away from San Diego. Me, I love San Diego. I'm from Ohio, so, like, ugh. I've been yeah. there once. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's dry. It's like Toledo. Holy Toledo. Toledo, huh? Um, and, uh... I went there to go find somebody. That shit was crazy. What? Okay, so why did you go to Toledo? Oh, not Toledo. Why did you go to Ohio to find somebody? We were in Akron. Oh. And, uh, Holy Toledo. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of, you know, yeah, um, this psychic <laughs> guy that I know who helped my daughter uh, because she was seeing ghosts and spirits and stuff. Your and daughter? My daughter was, and this guy whom my sister-in-law knew, this, like, world-famous psychic dude, Jeff Baker, okay. um, volunteered to come out and, and help her, and he did. He just, my I think my sister-in-law may have flown him out. And then he just came up here, and basically we spent the night at our friend's house that night, and he blessed the house okay. and blessed a perimeter around the house. Yeah. And my daughter said after that they couldn't get in through the window, and, and he was like, but they were at the window, like, ah, trying to get through the window. Whoa. So he was like, oh, crap, uh, I didn't make the perimeter far enough. You know, I forgot. Oh, so somehow he made crazy. the perimeter far enough again. Whoa. Uh, further, which so is So wait, really this is your daughter. This is my daughter. So then one day I get this phone call, and he's like, hey, man, I need your help. And I'm like, what? He's like, I need your help. My boyfriend's missing. Okay. Um, you're the only one I, I can think of who, like, knows how to search for stuff because I hunt and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, and I was like, I'll be on a plane tonight. Because, well, he helped my daughter, you yeah. know, and, and, you know, and, right. really, and I don't know what's going on, right. so, you know, and as far as I know, my daughter's doing way better, so I'm like, he helped my daughter, I'm going, yeah. I'm doing this, totally. so, so, so I'm like, well, you're a world-famous psychic, <laughs> you know, <laughs> why can't you tell me? He's like, well, I'm too close, it was something like, you know, he was too close, it was too emotional, he was too clouded, and uh, my... Brother-in-law at the time, Arian, we were uh, communicating with his, we started communicating with his friend, another psychic in Colorado. Yeah. And she was basically drawing a map for us. Uh, uh, um, you know, we had downloaded all these things on Google Maps and all this other stuff from the internet. And uh, so we knew the terrain, we knew what we were dealing with. And uh, he was talking about the only thing I know is there's water involved. And... Um, basically she was like blah 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 and she wrote out this map that we dotted out you know and um and then you have to take a right turn and then you have to go this way and and then you head east and all this other stuff and then uh and then you'll be by water and it's actually <laughs> right by the water you know she said the same thing and then we we're on a plane from she at that point we had a lay uh we had to switch planes in denver maybe or something like that and then yeah, we landed in Ohio, and we the first phone call was they found his body in this little pond oh, thing. Uh, 
Yeah, in this little pond thing. And so we went out there, and it was exactly where she had said on the map. Fuck. It was nuts. It was nuts. The whole thing was nuts. Wow. Uh, but yeah, he had been in the water for like three days or something. Did, what, what ended up happening? Why, why did he go missing? Like, I don't know. I, I don't know exactly what happened, you know. I mean, that's... Uh, I know some stuff. Okay, but, yeah, know, okay. Yeah, that's, I understand. That's I understand. Yeah, yeah. That's insane, though. That's uh, Yeah, yeah. It was something else. Wow. That's... Uh, I mean, like... I was saying earlier that it's like I don't like the idea of being afraid of something that I don't necessarily uh, believe in, you know? And I, I believe is such a fleeting thing for me, I guess, because you can just, anything can happen and anything's possible. Perceptions change. So, so I mean, like, it, it's just it's just when I hear stories like this, because I've never dealt with, like, stuff like that. Yeah. My wife claims that she met, she met a sidekick who said, you're going to marry a guy named Richard and Michael, which is, Richard's my first, oh, Richard and John, and something else, this is like freaky, she told me this a while ago, so I don't remember all the details, but it was like exactly me, and she's like, that's going to be like your soulmate, and blah, 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 and she met him. That's crazy. But, you know, like, like, unless I see something, it's hard for me to fucking, it's hard for me to be, you know, like, yeah. it's hard for me. Like, that could just I be understand, a yeah. Story, yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it, it's not tangible. Right. It's like what you said earlier, when I was growing up, when you are younger, you probably believe more something. I remember being younger, I mean, just, you know, not really necessarily seeing anything crazy, but... Um, you, just, you have a different perception of the world. Even. I think so. Yeah. I, I, I try to think back, or I have bigger. dreams, you know, about oh, I'm a, I'm a little kid or something. Yep. It's it's different, and then I yeah. recall that feeling, you know. Yeah, more fun to believe in it though. Yeah, it is fun <laughs> without a doubt, or to be entertaining, you know. Should we get a sound check in or what? Yeah, you ever seen the uh, sa- I gotta go down. There. I gotta take a leak. You ever seen the uh, Sasquatches? Work. Uh, some Sasquatches. Yeah. Yeah. Time to get some music rocking. Any Sasquatches? We got about fifteen. Uh, really, we have seventeen and a half minutes. Okay. Ish. We'll probably go at real time nine o'clock. So we're we're looking at more like half an hour. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what's happening with the people too. With the crowd. Yeah, we'll see what's happening with the crowd. Yeah. Sweet. Well, Chris, thanks for letting us fucking do this. Yeah, no problem. Thank you, man. This is amazing. Oh yeah, that's cool. Freaking. I'll be down there in a bit, guys. He told me about it years ago. You know, call me when you guys are soundchecking. Yeah. And that was Chris, who owns the saloon, the Iron Door Saloon, which we will be back there this weekend, the 28th and 29th. We'll be playing all night, and uh, if you're in the area, come on through. Anyways, next we are going to listen to the set by Rappin' Forte. And like I said, it is... um, just his normal set. I mean, sometimes he's not even rapping. He just I think he's just lip singing. Or lip syncing. I think it's lip syncing. Um, but either way, you get to hear from the legend himself. And then we're gonna listen to Skanks Roots Project doing an encore with um with Rappin' Forte hopping on with us. And then I'll be back to wrap things up. Y'all ready to go back? You gotta turn it up. You gotta turn this one up, man. Y'all get your groove on the dance floor, folks. I ain't the man.
I drove to this motherfucker way from the VA area, so I'm gonna bust me some old school shit. Really? Some new shit. How y'all feeling? Who got popped? Killed him a cop. Don't give a try. That was the life we did. 
Well, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Um, I know it wasn't traditionally what we do with a van cast, but it did have the performance at the end and, you know, our little talk still. So the structure is there. Anytime I'll be on the road, I'm just going to call it VanCast, wherever the fuck we are. So, VanCast 4, ladies and gentlemen. Write the show at wespeakenglishgood at gmail.com. For some fucking reason, my link on my uh, on the show notes doesn't work. So, if you want to go through the trouble of putting, you know, you know copy and pasting into your, your uh, email... Go ahead, please do. Write us, and uh, I will respond. I promise. Also, you can check out the show at uh, my website, which is not updated, but still, it still exists. And that's wespeakenglishgood.net, N-E-T. Also, go to reinamystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com and find out what I'll be up to this summer on my pilgrimage and my exodus to Detroit, Michigan, which should be interesting. I I don't know anybody in Detroit, Michigan, but we're going to go and find them, aren't we? Uh, I got to start working as soon as I get there so I can stay up on this. But I'll be doing some uh, van casts from the road over the summer. Also, I'm going to prepare some stuff for the summer, too. So there is content available for you lovely, lovely people. Um, I think that's everything. Um, shit. I, oh, leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher. It, mostly iTunes. You guys mostly listen to me on iTunes. So leave a review. That'd be very nice. I just got a new review. I should read it. I forgot. I should have pulled that up. I did not. I'll read it next time. Anyways, that is that and this is this. Uh, I love you guys. Take care of your fellow human being. HJs for everyone. Um, Love thyself. Love thyself.